Hi, I'm Jackson, with Jackson's Book Nook, a troggle humper for the flesh lump eater. They is always having 50 winks before they go scumpering off to hunt human beings in the evening, the BFG said. He stopped for a few moments to let Sophie have a better look. Giants is only keeping every then and now, he said. Not nearly as much as human beings. Human beings is crazy for sleeping. Is they ever occurring to you? that a human being who is 50 is spending about 20 years sleeping fast? I must admit, that never occurred to me, Sophie said. You should allow it to occur to you, the BFG said. Imagine it, please. This human being, who says he is 50, has been asleep for 20 years and is not even knowing where he is, not even doing anything, not even thinking. It's a funny thought, Sophie said. Exactly, BFG said. So what I was trying to explain to you is that a human being who says he is 50 is not 50. He's only 30. What about Sof What about me, Sophie said. I'm 8. Who is not 8 at all? A human being babies and little chiddlers is spending half their time sleeping. So you is only 4. I'm 8. Sophie said. You may think you're eight, BFG said, but you have only spent four years of your life with your little eyes open. You was only four, and please stop higgling me. Twitchy little samper whippers like you should not be hanging around with an old sage and onions who is hundreds of years more than you. How much do giants sleep, Sophie said. They has never wasting much time snozzling, the BFG said. When do you sleep? Sophie asked. Even less, the BFG answered. I am sleeping only once in a blue baboon. Sophie, peeping out from her pocket, examined the nine sleeping giants. They looked even more grotesque now than they were when they were awake. Scrawled across the yellow plains, they covered an area about the size of a football field. Most of them were lying on their backs with the enormous owl mouths open, and they were snoring like foghorns. The nose was off. The noise was awful. Suddenly, the BFG gave a jump in the air. By gumfrog, he cried. I just had the most wopsy whiffling idea. What? Sophie said. What? He cried. Hold your horse feathers. Keep your... Wait, he cried. Hold your horse feathers. Keep your shirt skirt on. Just you wait to see what I is going to bring out. He galloped off fast his cave, with Sophie, Sophie hanging tight to the room of his pocket. He rolled back the stone and entered the cave. He was very excited. He was moving quickly. You stay here. You was in my pocket, moving qu quiet quickly. You stay here. You was in my pocket, Huggy Bee, he said. We is doing this lovely bit of buck swashling both together. He laid aside the dream swashling booth. He laid aside the dream catching net, but hung on to the suitcase. He ran across to the other side of the cave and grabbed the long trumpet thing, the one he had been carrying when Sophie had first seen him in the village. With a suitcase in one hand and the trumpet in the other, he dashed out of his cave. What is he up to now? Sophie wondered. Keep your head up good, Sophie said, the BFG said. Then you will get a fine winkle of what's going on. When the BFG came near to the sleeping giants, he showed he slowed his pace. He began moving softly. He crept on his toes towards the ugly brutes. 
They were still snoring loudly, and they looked repulsive, filthy, diabolical. The VFG tiptoed around them. He went past the gizzard gulper, the blood bottler, the meat dripper, the child chewer. Then he stopped. He had reached the flesh lump eater. He pointed at him. Then he looked down at Sophie and gave her a big wink. She knelt on the ground, and very quietly, he opened the suitcase, took out the glass, the glass jar containing the terrible, nightmarish travel humper. At that point, Sophie guessed what was going to happen. Ouch, she thought. This could be rather dangerous. She crouched lower into the pocket so only the top of her head and her eyes were showing. She wanted to be ready to duck out of sight very fast, if anything should go wrong. They were about ten feet away from the flesh lump eater's face. The snoring, snorting noise he was making was disgusting. Every now and again, a big bubble of spit formed between his two open lips, and it would burst with a splash and cover his face with saliva. Taking infinite care, the BFG unscrewed the top of the glass jar and tipped the squiggling, squirming, a faintly scarlet travel humper into the white, wide end of his long trumpet. He put the other end of the trumpet to his lips. He aimed the instrument directly at the flesh lumpeter's face. He took a deep breath, puffed out his cheeks, and then said, Woof! He blew. Sophie saw a flash of pale red go darting towards the giant's face. For a split second, it hovered above the face, then it was gone. It seemed to have been sucked up the giant's nose. But it had all happened so quickly, Sophie wasn't sure. We better be skittling away, away quick to where it is safe, the BFG whispered. He trotted off for about a hundred yards, then he stopped. He crouched low to the earth. Now, he said, we is waiting for the giant and flames to begin. That didn't take, they didn't have to wait long. The air was suddenly pierced by the most fearful roar Sophie had ever heard. She saw the flesh lumpeter's body, all fifty-four of it, rise up from the ground and fall back down to the thumb. Then it made to wriggle and twist and bounce into the most violent fashion. It was quite frightening to watch. Yow! roared the flesh lumpeter. Yow! Ow! He's still asleep, Sophie, the FG whispered. The terrible struggle hump, hump and nightmare is beginning to hit him. Serves him right, Sophie said, who could feel no sympathy for this great brute who ate children, as though they were sugar lumps. Save us, screamed the flesh lump eater, thrashing about madly. He's after me. He's getting me. The thrashing limbs and the waving arms became more violent by the second. It was an awesome thing to watch such a massive creature having such a mighty convulsions. It's Jack, bellowed the flesh lump eater. It's the groove... Gruful grunches, Jack, Jack is after me. Jack is rack-crackling me. Jack is spike-sticking me. Jack is slash-thwumping me. It is the terrible, fright-swiping Jack. The flesh lump eater was writhing, was writhing about on the floor, like some colossal tortured snake. Oh, spare me, Jack, he yelled. Don't hurt me, Jack. Who's this Jack he's on about, Sophie whispered. Jack is the only be human being all giants is frightened of. The BFG told her. They is all absolutely terrified of Jack. They is all hearing about Jack as a famous giant killer. Save me, screamed the flesh lump eater. Have mercy on this poor little giant. 
the beanstalk. He's coming at me with his terrible spike-sticking beanstalk. Take it away. I was begging you. Jack, I was praying you not to touch me with your terrible spike-sticking beanstalk. Us giants, he whispered. We is not knowing very much about this dreaded human being called Jack. We is knowing only that he is a famous giant killer, and that he is owing something called he is owing something called a beanstalk. We is knowing also that a beanstalk is a fearsome thing that Jack is using to, to kill giants. So if you couldn't stop it smiling, why is you gr griggling at me? The BFG asked her, slightly nettled. I'll tell you later, Sophie said. The awful nightmare had now gripped the great brute to such an extent that he was tying his old body into knots. Don't do it, Jack! He screeched, I is not eating you, Jack. I is never eating human beings. I swear I has never gobbled a human, single human being in all my wholesome life. Liar, said the BFG. Just then, one of Flesh Lumpeter's failing fist caught the still-asleep, meat-dripping giant smack in the mouth. At the same time, one of his furious, thrashing kicks legs kicked the storing, snoring, gizzard-gulping giant right in the guts. Both the injured giants woke up and leapt to their feet. He was swiping me right in the mouth, yelled the meat-dripper. He was bugging-swoggling me, smack in the guts, shouted the gizzard-gulper. The two of them rushed at the flesh lump eater and began pounding him with their fists and feet. They wretched the flesh lump eater, woke him up with a bang. He woke straight from one of the nightmare into another. He roared into battle, and in the, in the bellowing, thumping, rough and tumble that followed, one sleeping giant after another either got stepped upon or kicked. Soon all nine giants of them were on their feet, having the most almighty free-for-all. They punched and kicked and scratched and bit and butted each other as hard as they could. Blood flowed, noses went crunch, teeth fell out like hailstones. The giants roared and screamed and cursed. And for many minutes, the noise of battle rolled across the plain. The BFG smiled a wide smile of absolute pleasure. I was loving it when they was having a good, tough, and rumble, he said. They'll kill each other, Sophie said. Never, the BFG answered. Those beasts is always fishing and walloping at one another. Soon it will be getting dusky, and they'll be gall galloping off to fill their tummies. They're coarse and foul and filthy, Sophie said. I hate them. As the BFG headed back to the cave, he said quietly, We certainly was putting that nightmare to good use, though, wasn't we? Excellent use, Sophie said. Well done, you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in two days. Bye.